It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. It's 6.51 on this beautiful Friday morning. Oh, bam. And we're in Psalm 11. And now we're on Psalm 12. It's only eight, eight verses. Eight verses. Not very long at all. Man, I really need to write down my dreams. Really need to write down my dreams. But I'm just going to record it on here real fast. Because what, yesterday? And then I'll remember it later on whenever I listen to this. Yesterday, that one was kind of creepy. I woke up out of that one. Kind of like how you get ejected out of a plane. You're like, all right, I'm good. I'm out of this dream. Uh, I was at some kind of halfway house for these dudes, these guys. And it was like rats on the ground, crawling around, snakes. And yeah, they said it was time to eat. And the food didn't look very good. I was like, I think I'm good on that. It was just in the place that I was in. It was kind of creepy. It was, like, it was a creepy kind of house. Anyway, and then today, today was actually not bad. Because I think I was at, well, that, yeah, the beginning was kind of weird. Because I was in this bunk bed in the same room as my brother. And we're up in some kind of attic of a house. And I was kind of scared or, yeah, worried because I had heard reports that these Russians were coming to, like, like with tanks and stuff down the street to come get us. And then that was weird. And then I transitioned to being at some type of school or work setting I don't know in another scene and I'm walking down the street and then I see this mall and I wander into the mall and then I see these jerseys and I'm like oh this is a cool it's like a Dodgers they had like all types of different jerseys and I was like oh cool this baseball jersey would be nice it's a Dodgers jersey LA Dodgers so I was going to buy that, and then I was walking some more through the mall, and I wandered, and I see this basketball court in the middle of the mall. I'm like, and it was just vacant. Nobody was there. And there was a sign up saying, like, do not trespass. Uh, basically, this court is only for authorized play. You know, you got to get, you know, clearance before you play there. And I'm... Anyway, I wander in, and all of a sudden, when I wander into the gym, I actually see real people there. And the court said Gateway, which is weird, because that's so my old high school coach. He was an AAU coach on the side in the summers for this team, or shoot, I think he did a year around. He coached this AAU team called Gateway. I still to this day don't understand how that wasn't a conflict of interest or how he was allowed to do that. But I don't fully understand all those rules. But, oh, yeah, because you have a lot of high school coaches who also coach 
AAU. But I don't understand how that all works. But anyway, my old coach from my school, basketball coach, he suddenly appeared and there was these two black dudes and they were coaches and I started talking to them. We started immediately hitting it off. Hold on one second. so much with one hand yeah anyway we started immediately hitting it off and they tell me that they're from emporia like where emporia state is i was like yeah i know emporia like emporia state was like our rivals when i was going to truman state yeah not anymore i think truman switched conferences but anyway having this whole conversation and then i was like well I would love to help you guys coach these young kids, coach basketball. But I was like, hey, I got to take care of this child support first to get caught up. And then I'll hit y'all up, you know. So uh, I was going to get their number. I was like, let me just give them my number because I got to get back to work. Yeah, I had taken a break in my in that scene. I was thinking like, oh, I need to get back to work. I've been off yeah and i started playing one-on-one with one of the guys and i was beating them like five to zero like i made every shot i was doing really well you know i was telling me yeah talking myself up saying i could help them you know teach the kids of basic mental you know show them some fundamentals some basics you know about defense even though defense wasn't my forte but i know how to play defense i just didn't like to play defense so I was very, I was one of those people that, uh, yeah, would, uh, what do you call it? But you gamble a lot. That's how I was able to get a lot of steals. Cause I gamble. But as far as like defensive slides and getting down and keeping my man in front of me, I wasn't always the greatest at that. Greatest at that. So I really love zone, zone defense. But anyway, it's beside the point. Yeah, so I was going to write down my number on this napkin. And for some reason, the pen wasn't working. You know how dreams be working? Like, some, some, all of a sudden, there's these glitches that happen. And all of a sudden, that's how you know it's a dream. Because, like, suddenly things things you're trying to do don't always work out. <laughs> oh, man. And so, anyway, then I woke up. And that's all I really remember from those dreams. There you go. Those are my dreams. All right, we're in Psalm 12, only eight verses. It says, it's the New Living Translation, just in case for those of y'all don't listen regularly, you might be new to the Chew the Bible. I typically read from New Living Translation because it's the easiest for me to understand of all the translations. For the choir director, a Psalm of David to be accompanied by an eight-stringed instrument. All right. Help, O oh Lord, for the godly are fast disappearing. Ain't that the truth? The faithful have vanished from the earth. Neighbors lie to each other, speaking with flattering lips and deceitful hearts. It's interesting. My brother and my pops and I, we WhatsApp each other every day. And my brother does his whole devotional. 
and we got into this whole conversation about the heart. It was really good. Just how the physical heart and the invisible heart or our mind, soul, will and emotions like our soul, our innermost being are all intertwined. And it's no wonder why heart disease is the number one killer in in America and around the world. Uh, Especially here, here in North America, United States. Heart attacks and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, it was a really good conversation. Uh, and encourage y'all to look up every scripture in the Bible. It's something I want to do. It's something I'll probably do on Shoot the Bible at some point. Uh, when I'm done with the whole Bible, just pick a word, pick a topic, and just like dive deep into that topic or that word and just look up every scripture related to that particular word and just, you know, meditate on it and talk about it and reflect on it. So. There's so many different directions I can go with this podcast. I just right now I'm kind of, I feel somewhat limited because I'm out here driving every day for twelve plus hours and making deliveries. So, at some point, ah, no, it will change. I had to remix it. <laughs> Anyway, my bad. All right. Verse three. May the Lord cut off their flattering lips and silence their boastful tongues. They say we will lie to our hearts content. Our lips are our own. Who can stop us? The Lord replies, I have seen violence done to the helpless and I have heard the groans, the groans of the poor. So when I hear scriptures like that, I'm like, God, if you hear the groans of the poor, I know you can do something about it. <laughs> Come on, Lord. What's what's stopping you from intervening, intervening and helping the groans of the poor? And I still haven't gotten an answer on that. But I do know later in the New Testament talks about how the poor will always be among you. So, and I've learned over the years it's better it's better to be poor according to this world standards physically than poor in spirit. Meaning like spiritually bankrupt. To not have a relationship with the Lord of any sort. That's a whole another topic. That'd be good too. A word study on every time, every time the word "poor" is mentioned in the Bible, and I have this big old fat. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to geek out on this stuff since. Uh, yeah, I'm back to taking a break from any type of dating relationship. So I gotta find other things to occupy my mind. And so yeah, uh, I have a big old. What do you call that thing? Strong's Concordance. And so. Yeah. I can look up the Hebrew and Greek word for poor and all that. I think blueletterbible.com does that kind of stuff too. You can look up words and see the original Greek 
there's so many resources online now that we don't even need a big old fat concordance. So, where was I? Now I will rise up to rescue them as they have longed for me to do. Hmm. The Lord's talking about the poor there. Let me go back. Verse five. The Lord replies, I have seen violence done to the helpless and I have heard the groans of the poor. Now I will rise up to rescue them as they have longed for me to do. So when I think of that, I just think of Jesus dying on the cross. And that death on the cross was him rising up to rescue us. And yeah, that was him rising up to rescue us. Verse six, the Lord's promises are pure like silver refined in a furnace, purified seven times over. I see in the number seven, number of perfection. It was really cool today. Last night when I got home. Well, I'm racking up miles on my car. I'm at so it's at six sixty seven thousand seven hundred and seventy seven miles I'm at. It's like cool. All them sevens, it was nice to see on my dashboard. Verse 7, therefore, Lord, we know you will protect the oppressed, preserving them forever from this lying generation. Even though the wicked strut about and evil is praised throughout the land. Speaking of 7, it's 7.04 in the morning now. It's supposed to be a high of almost 45 degrees today. Man. It's like this one. I it seems like it's about to get warm. Then it gets cold again. It's like Lord, I'm not a big fan of this weather. Cold and hot. Cold and hot. It's like make up your mind, Missouri. I like that. Even though the wicked strut about. Even though the wicked strut. About whenever I think of somebody strutting, I think of George Jefferson doing his little strut. And evil is praised throughout the land. Ain't that the truth? Oh, man, I've seen. All you got to do is look on Yahoo News, any type of news. You can just see how wild this world is. Like, this man, my immediate world, thank God, isn't being seriously impacted but in other parts of the world Missouri is pretty conservative it's pretty laid back here that's why a lot of people consider this a great area Kansas City a good area to raise children but yeah just hop right on over to St. Louis and it's a different world over there hop over to just about any major city there's all kind of crime and just it's depressing when you think about it, just how wild our world has gotten and just anything goes. What's wrong is right and what's right is wrong. If you got the money to escape whatever it is, like you can get away with it now. 
when the rich keep getting richer and the poor keep getting prison for doing the exact same things that the rich are doing. So, but anyway. Anyway, that's a whole nother discussion for another day. But I can talk about that kind of stuff, all criminal justice stuff all day long. But like Flint, Michigan, who was responsible for that, allowing that water to get dirty the way it did? And just some of these things like corporations like uh, Monsanto do. And it's like if you make products that cause cancer or allow or you contaminate the local water supply by your products or, yeah, you build these factories that are killing thousands of folks. How does that make you any how does that make you um, any better or how does, how does that how are you any different? Than somebody that walks up to somebody and shoots somebody. And so they just kill one person. You kill thousands of people. So. Or they call them victimless crimes. So like a lot of white collar crime is like. What is that? I don't think that's the term. A lot of white collar crime is, is like invisible. Yeah. It's happening all the time, but it's not like you can open the newspaper and see, oh, Leroy shot, you know, Jeffrey or Leroy. I'm just using Leroy because it's, I don't know, a generic name, but such and such. Sorry, Leroy. Such and such did this to such and such. So such and such rape, such and such, that kind of stuff. Anyway, I digress. Have an amazing day. I'm going to pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you have rescued us. And that you are our avenger, that you are our protector, that you have heard our groans. And that your promises are pure, like silver refined in a furnace, purified seven times over. Thank you for protecting us, preserving us. And uh, even though evil may be praised throughout the land and the wicked may strut about. Even sometimes we as Christians have our little wicked struts. Despite all that, God, you are still on the throne. You have a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. And it will be completed till the end. Watch over me, protect me as I go out and do these deliveries. Same thing for anyone else getting ready to go to work on this amazing Friday. This is the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus' mighty, precious name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Deuces. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.